Penguins Collective Podcast is brought to you by Third Assist Hockey Company. Third Assist celebrates hockey at its roots, whether it's designing one-of-a-kind vintage and outdoor hockey gloves, or whether they're handcrafting custom wood hockey sticks, they're celebrating the history of the game we all love. TPC is the only media outlet with Third Assist discounts, so go over to thirdassist.com and use code TPC15 for 15% off of any gift for yourself or for your family this hockey season. Remember, use code TPC15 for 15% off. Hello and welcome to the Penguins Collective Podcast. My name is Louie. My name is Josh. And we are two brothers who love to debate about sports. Especially the Pittsburgh Penguins. In this episode, we're going to talk about Josh welcomes a new baby into the world. Crosby wins it in OT. The March of the Penguins and Zucker needs to get the bag. Let's get after it. Okay, the Penguins with a, Josh, an incredible win over, over the Columbus Blue Jackets, the worst team in the NHL. Down four, five unanswered goals. We win it in overtime. But before we get into that, Josh, you've been gone for a couple episodes. I have. Tell the people, where were you? What's going on? What's going on in your world? So our family welcomed our third boy into the world, Josiah Joseph. We uh, was born on your birthday, Wednesday, March 1st. That's right. Yeah. Stole my thunder a little bit. That's (laughs) fine. I don't hold that against them at all. Yeah. So uh, super excited, little tired, actually a lot tired. But I mean, you know, we were nervous about going to the hospital you know this is our first child since covid and all that stuff but one positive note i will say about all this yeah. since covid you only have to be in the hospital like 36 hours so that oh, was sweet. so you wanted to be in and out oh 100 no one wants to be in the hospital that long and is it like you, you still had to wear the masks and everything and yeah but they were pretty chill they were oh, pretty chill though like right. after a while like just like you know how like it just, it just it slowly moves yeah. down and no then one, they eventually get to the point where like eh, it doesn't matter like you're yeah right. no one said pull it up so i was kind of just letting it fade well josh don't forget we beat covid yeah no i know but so, it was super yeah. cool because we were able to just you know essentially get in have d- deliver the baby and then get out yeah it was pretty cool in and out in and out in and out and this is the last kid sit that's Die. it snip snap <laughs> you got all right yeah that's right this is the third but hey congratulations welcome to the world josiah joseph vittorio all right josh now that we got the baby talk out of the way let's talk about something that really matters the bank yes 
The Pittsburgh Penguins won in overtime. Sidney Crosby absolutely buries it to get us the dub in overtime. The two very much needed points as we are in early March. The Penguins defeat the Columbus Blue Jackets 5-4. Josh, first thoughts, top of the dome. Tell the people what you think. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I was super pissed the uh, oh, yeah. first oh. two periods. I was not happy, uh, you know, just looking at it from my perspective. It was sloppy. They talked about it on the broadcast numerous times. The Penguins could not hold on to the puck. The oh, puck yeah. was either bouncing over their stick. They couldn't hold on to it. The passes weren't connecting. Nothing, Nothing was going their way. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Jari couldn't make a save. There seemed to be no defense. Columbus was just doing, you know, video game tricks here where you skate out in front of the net and then you pass it back and there's always an open oh, guy. Oh, you know? like the, the back door. You just, the back you door. Just there's always it. an open guy. The guy's just there. <laughs> yeah. And, I, I mean, they did that. But yeah, you're right. I think they, they did, did twice. that twice. And Jari, like our defense did leave them, him out to try. On, on those two times. Sure, sure. But I mean, at the same time, you know, like, if you can figure out how to do that in a video game, I'm pretty sure you know how to stop that in real life. I'm just saying. Like, that's, I mean, that's, that's just, that's just my opinion on it. Um, but yeah, it, you know, first two periods, credit to Columbus. Great job. But guess what? We play three periods in hockey. And that is when the Pittsburgh Penguins finally showed up to the game. And yeah. I mean, when Gensel got that goal within that first minute, I said, I thought to myself, great start, but it's not enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still got a long way to go. Yeah. And I felt like I felt like the crowd also felt that way. Like, hey, good job, good yeah, job, hey, but yeah. you know, we're still down three. And yeah. then it just started rolling in. Sucker got his second. And then, okay, Heinen. now the energy is yeah, yeah. energy's built up. And then Heinen with a great, like, positioning. He was just in front. Oh, he was just waiting. Perfect. Perfect. That's like, that's like, that's like a, a Crosby spot right there. Oh, yeah. You know? Just so perfect positioning for him. Finally get a goal for him. You know, rumors were oh, probably circling right. with him being yeah, traded. Yeah, yeah. So he was probably nervous after watching all those other guys getting, you know, waved and traded. He was probably freaking out. So mm-hmm. good good for him to get on the board. You know, we're gonna obviously he's on the team. We're gonna rely on him coming down the stretch. So Oh yeah. Good to see him get on the board. Uh like I said, Zucker got his second goal in the third. Um, and then uh, who got the f- fourth one? That was the fourth. Heinen oh, that was, was the yeah, fourth. Yeah, Heinen was the fourth. So it was yeah. it was Zucker, Gensel, Zucker, Heinen. Yeah. And then Crosby buries the, the final. Yeah, team, that's right. Which which was on a power play, which was on an yeah. absolute that's, power that play. That was actually one thing I wanted to talk about was that the fact that, you know, going into overtime, we only had one one power play. The whole yeah. the whole game and it, we had no shots on goal during that mm. during that power play we had six uh shots on goal in the overtime i'm almost mm-hmm. positive that f- at least four of those were on the power play that we had in the overtime so it was nice to see obviously because it was overtime there's a little bit yeah. more like you know urgency 
but mm-hmm. it was nice to just see just shots for a power play. Just oh yeah, fire it. Just not only it... that, clean passes. That was the story of the Great. first two periods. No one was connecting. The puck was bouncing over uh, the sticks. It was just absolutely atrocious play from the Penguins. But on that power play, they knew that was the game winner. They yeah. knew it. And it it came to pass that every, well, no pun intended, came to pass that everything was just kind of working together. Everyone was connecting and Sid just rocketed of like just a beautiful slap shot behind uh, the hash marks, absolutely buries it. And I think that's the definition of the 2017 Penguins resilience. That was the that was the word I think would best describe the Penguins tonight. I I've never seen the Penguins play as bad in the first period. I mean, maybe that's not true. We had a pretty we had some stinkers this season, but yeah. the first period was absolutely atrocious. Was then tough. the second period was I'm like okay. I mean, we're matching them, I guess, uh, but it wasn't good enough. Um, obviously. Zucker gets a goal, so yay, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, um, like, you know, you kind of, at the end of the second, you're like, all right, I guess this is a good game. At least, you know, whatever. We're not getting embarrassed as bad. I mean, that's not true. I was just kind of like, whatever, this game's over. I was on my phone scrolling, waiting for this game to kind of end. Like you said, Gensel comes in, he scores, there's a little bit of life. And uh, you, you could tell if you follow us on Twitter, at Pens Collective, by the way. If you follow us on Twitter, you notice when I'm excited and not excited when people score. Usually, I'm if I'm excited, all caps, baby. Everything is coming out. It's in caps lock. I am typing away. But if it's not, it's lowercase. You know, and like there's, and there's a GIF usually. Uh, well, it depends. Depends if it's a power play goal, which I didn't even include today. But that's neither. It was here an overtime there. winner, so it was. It was exciting. Anyway, um. Yeah, so I just did lowercase when Gensel scored. I was like, hey, <laughs> good job, Gensel. Like, you know, it was like, hey, it's still 4-2, though. We cut the lead in half. And then when Zucker gets his his, uh, his second, it was, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> this is, this is something. And when Zucker scored that goal, there was a change in the atmosphere in the the ppg paints arena there was a change in in the bench you could tell the penguins were just playing on their toes all of a sudden and well not all of a sudden i think that happened after the gensel goal but i think they were just on their toes they were willing to kind of go into the corners and get the puck and really this is where the puck was getting connected and then all of a sudden you see this heinen goal just there it is and then boom tie game arena explodes and of course, like I said, as soon as Crosby got that, he he was looking all night for a goal. You could tell he had some wonderful chances. I don't think he was the problem at all. Uh, I mean, he didn't play well in the first period, but uh, it's Sidney Crosby. I'm going to let that slide. And, you know, he was looking for that shot all night. He had the perfect opportunity. He buries it. He wins it. Overall, resilience. But if there's a subtext to it, this team is making me lose my hair because I, I can't, I can't deal with the inconsistencies. 
the first period of the t- of the game drastic compared to the third period team. Yeah. Like they're they're that's two different teams. That shouldn't happen. That shouldn't happen, right? So yay, I'm happy we won. Yay, I'm happy we got two points, but the subtext is whoa, there's a consistency problem. And if you want to do a silver lining and all of that, Mike Sullivan is the coach for the Pittsburgh Penguins. If you had any doubt of this season of who the coach should be for the Pittsburgh Penguins, no more doubt. Penguins go into locker room 4-1. They come out, score four more goals to win this game. Something happened in that locker room, and I guarantee you Mike Sullivan had something to do with it. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I do. I do think it was it was uh, Sullivan who kind of, I, I don't know, maybe ripped him a new one. But yeah, do you do you think it was also maybe like a like a, a team leader possibly that did something too? I mean, just because what why wasn't there a switch after the first? Like, why was it? The well, second, because I, you can, he called the timeout in the first period. He did because we were. It was. It happened so fast. I mm-hmm. honestly believe there was probably a comment because if we if we know anything about Mike Sullivan, it's always like, "Hey, don't let this deter you. Get back into the game." I'm count like you know, you know. He always says the play the Penguins hockey. Mm-hmm. Go out there. Keep on being the way you're. Like play the game. And after that, it didn't work clearly because they didn't play the game. Set third, like second intermission. Oh, that nice guy attitude was gone. He probably leaned into him. He probably leaned into him. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised if he finally snapped on the the older guys. Hmm. Hey, what are we doing here? Malkin, play better. Sid, where were you the first period? I don't know. I hope that's what happened because this team needed a wake-up call. They clearly got it. Mike Sullivan's the guy behind the bench. I think he handled himself extremely well uh, in adversity. And like he always says, you got to have that swagger and resilience. And I think the Penguins did, especially in the third period. We win the game. And I think people need to remember, right, even though I have all my hot takes in the past, I will always stand by Mike Sullivan's side. He is the perfect person to lead this team going in for the push into the playoffs. Yeah, and honestly, I, I think you're right. And this this stretch, you know, you alluded to it in the beginning of the episode, the, the march of the Penguins. This wow. this stretch is crucial for us. Oh, yeah. We have five straight at home. You know, counting tonight that just just took place. Four more. Yeah, so four more. And against some, you know, pretty important teams. Yes. We Mm -hmm. have the Islanders next. Yeah. And then we have Philly on the weekend. Now, I know Philly's, you know, not playing well, but that's the point. And not not only that, it's the first game of a back-to-back. Yeah. So, 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 but you know just looking at it uh, that game in in a vacuum 
that game is kind of similar to how this game was. It's a bad team. Mm-hmm. We need to be able to capitalize and beat those bad teams so we can get those two points. Like right now, we have games in hand against, you know, uh, I think it's Islanders and one of, one of the other teams that are in the, the, the wild card hunt. I but think it I might think, be the Panthers, but yeah, keep so it going. It's, it, it's definitely the Islanders, though. And if we can win, just get two points. Just get two points and move on to the next game. That will be crucial in just, at this point, sec- you know, securing the wild card spot. So that's just yeah. this week, okay? That's just this week. Yeah. Now, you turn the calendar to next week, like you said, on the, the heels of a back-to-back, you have the New York Rangers on that Sunday. And then yeah. but not only do you have the New York Rangers on that Sunday, you have the Rangers on Thursday, and then the, the next Saturday. Saturday, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's three games against the Rangers. We are currently, I believe it's eight points behind them. That's Here. six points. I'm, go- right I'm there. going back and forth in the schedule. So currently, okay. all right, can, can, let me just break down the point situation where we're at, right? So uh, let's just talk about the, the wild card for the Eastern Conference, okay? Its first wild card spot is the New York Islanders with 72 points. The Penguins 70, are in- 74, they just won. Is that included? I don't know if this it's is not included. included. Okay, so the Penguins now have 73 points. Correct. Okay, so they're up next. The Sabres won, which brings them to 70 points. The Senators, pretty sure, just won. So. No, they're still at 68. Okay, so then it is. The Panthers. Panthers have 70. So the Panthers are now next because yeah. there was a four way tie. The Sabres, Senators, Panthers, and Capitals all had... Okay, so before this game, let me just... Let me preface that then. It was before today, Islanders 72 points, the Penguins had 71, and then the Sabres, Senators, Panthers, and Capitals all had 68 points. So just... That's a close race, what's happening, which just then proves Josh's point with how important this upcoming week is of hockey especially the back-to-back um so you have so the capitals won no capitals didn't play no but it, I, I just want to get to my point with the rangers Go ahead. so they have 79 points right now okay yes. we just got two more we're at 73 so it puts us exactly six points behind them okay so they didn't play tonight so they'll probably be playing you know tomorrow um, and we'll see the outcome, you know, and we'll go go forward from there. But the following week, we have three games against them. That's six points exactly. Yeah, we can make a push not only just to secure the wild card spot, but we can make a push for that third metropolitan yeah. division spot. Sneak sneak into the playoffs. Absolutely. And, and then not, we kind of avoid a Bruins first round. Absolutely. And I'm not saying it's it's going to be easy. I'm not saying it, it's those are gimme wins because <clears throat> we all saw what the Rangers did during the trade deadline. They went and mortgaged the farm to get Tarasenko and uh, Patrick. and Patrick Kane. So 
you know, you're not you're not going up against the Columbus Blue Jackets there. Okay. They, those are going to be <laughs> and look what happened games. when we went. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Fair <laughs> point. But you know, it, that's a that that's a tough stretch. But I think this is where we can make a huge turn, a huge turn that will be oh, yeah. substantial for the playoff push and then whatever type of result they're they're expecting when it comes to the playoffs and i i i don't know if it was the trade deadline i don't know if it was the turn of the month because you know they did they did play uh tampa uh i was in the hospital that night that was the second right march 2nd they played Tampa yeah. and they won uh, and they lost to Florida. But I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm just super hopeful just because no, of like I, how they came back tonight. But I, I feel like this is this is it. This is the turn. You got five at home and then you got, you know, after the five at home, then you have back to back with the Rangers. You have, uh, I think, the rest of the month you have against the Senators, you have against the um Oh, it's all key people. It's all people. It's huge. That that will kind of solidify our position by the end of the month. Yes, absolutely. So, so it's it's literally do or die here. Okay, Penguins can't go on a slump here. They can't. They can't go on like a three-game losing streak in regulation. Just can't happen. We need if we get at least a point out of it. Okay. All right. That's fine. But we cannot be losing games the way that we were losing games. Turn the page. It's March. Okay. We had the dust has settled from the rumors, the fire Hextall chance, the trade deadline. Okay. We got our roster. Make the push. Dig down deep. Get that black aces. What are they called? Yeah, black aces, right? Mm-hmm. What were they called? Yeah. The black right. aces from Wilkesbury. Get them ready to go. Nylander played phenomenal today. I guarantee you he's probably sticking with the pens for the rest of the, the Pittsburgh pens for the rest of the season. I get no no, I, I know you're you're being an iffy right now, but Well no, because I just I just wanna say he he can only be in the NHL for a maximum of 30 days before he has to try and clear waivers if we try to send him down. So oh. I, I think you're going to see him again, but later. I think. Yeah. Well, I think he's going. He's going to be the Black Aces. Yeah. Which so would be later would late March. Right. Yeah. Yep. So my point is, as hey, Sorry. we have these guys who are hungry, ready to go. We have our lineup now. Mike Sullivan now probably has the room. This is, I'm not talking cup, okay? Please don't don't hear me. If it happens, hey, okay, prove me wrong, boys. But if I'm not asking for that, what I'm asking for, let's 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 break past the first round. Let's break let's break past it. And that's a if we get past the first round of the playoffs this season, that is a that is a mountain climbed by this team. If you look past and look at the, the the way we played this season, you would not believe it. That's a cup to me. The way the Penguins played this season, if they make it past the first round. Not not only this season, I believe it's four straight years we haven't made it past the first round. 
Right, but I'm talking about the way we played no, in the regular season. No, I hear would have been. I, I hear mean, you. that would be so, incredible. Yeah. So not only is it a monster, you know, feat to get to that point just based off of our regular season, but just look at our playoff track record for the last few years. If we can get past the first round, that's you know, that's the old uh, Steve Young monkey off your back moment right there. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you know? 100%. and then you it, let's just you know hypotheticals hypothetical if we don't get the cup this year you retool the offseason yeah. you can, now the monkey's off your back you can just go out there and play well i think and let the I, let the cards fall as they may and i think okay i'm gonna everyone put your pitchforks down for just a second i'm gonna defend hextall for for a quick second okay then i'll go Hex. back to his so okay he tried to do it his way heard the outcry from the fans heard the outcry from the organization the players the coaches and now he's in the mentality he said he wasn't going to do anything at the deadline nothing crazy he clearly did something crazy he got Benino, Granlin and, and Coop uh, what's his name? Kolokov Kulikov. Kulikov. Yeah. I knew it's something. There's a lot of K's in there. Yeah. Uh, so he got those three guys. Okay. Traded a little of, uh, you know, I wouldn't say staples in our lineup, but got rid of some people. He said he wasn't going to do that much. Now he did. Okay. What my point is, is that if we make the playoffs, I think then the pressure is, like you said, retool. Go all in because clearly this team has what it takes to go that extra mile. So now Hextall has the green light if we make it past the first round. This is very important. If he doesn't make it past the first round, he's looking for a new job. If 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 he makes it past the first round, he's going to get one more year. <laughs> and they're going to be very clear instructions. Okay, we're going for the cup. We have the team, we got the core, go for the cup. And now it's on Hextall. So I defended him a little bit. Now it's up, now the ball's in his court again. It's, it's yeah, if, I, if I'm Fenway, I'm firing him. Regardless. No matter what? What? Wow. Because, because here's my thought. I I hear what you, you said there and you, that was, you know, you were praising Hextall a little bit. What? I did, wasn't he, praising. He did the bare minimum. He did the bare minimum. Okay, first of all, timeout. I wasn't praising him. I said he listened. He yeah. was he folded to the fan base because he said it he did had the a bare minimum. Plan. Okay, fine. If you think that's the bare minimum, I mean, it is kind of the bare minimum. <laughs> there are other names out there that we all wanted. So, okay, yeah, because he traded a second round pick to Nashville for. <laughs> Okay, and but no he could have salary retained. <laughs> yeah, but he could have traded a second to Nashville for that other guy that they traded, literally Eastman or something like that. Yeah, like a week earlier. That's so much better, and would have fit in perfectly. I think he was a th a center. Would have been perfect for our team. You're but not no, wrong. You're he not waited wrong. And got the third round prize from Nashville First of all, because they. Their other guy they traded. Okay, away. okay, okay. I never said I liked the trades he made. All I'm saying is he folded because he said he wasn't going to make those trades. He did wait too long. 
he did get the, you know, the corner pieces of the brownie. Okay, he didn't get the good stuff. No, don't be hating. Corner. Don't be hating on the corner pieces of the brownie now. I am a hundred percent hating on the. You gotta get the middle part. It's the gooeyest <laughs> part. It's the best part. We'll need a but, whole another episode just to discuss that. How dare you? Okay, all right. I'm the expert in brownies. Corner pieces not as good. So he, that's where he came in. He was late to the party. Got the corner piece. You're right. He did the bare minimum, but he did it. At least he did it. Now, if the Penguins do not make it past the first round, he's gone. He's already packing up his office if we don't make the first round. If 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 he does, he's gonna he's gonna have all the, the cards and say, look, I was right. I was right. See what I did? I did a good job. So that you kind of have to give him a next year to kind of prove himself, but you're right. You're right. He did the bare minimum. Okay. And if he does come back, or if there is a new GM, there is one thing that needs to be done. And it is pay that man. Pay Justin Zucker. That mother Zucker over there. Let's go. Yes, absolutely. Is it? He's Jason Zucker. Yeah. I just called him Justin, and I apologize. Oh, I didn't even hear that. I Jason Zucker. Jason Zucker. No, he needs he needs to pay him. And I think a few of those trades opened up that window because he got. Oh, so you're praising? No, no, because they shouldn't they shouldn't have even been on the team. Okay, the Kapanen deal that you know is now gone. The McGinn deal, now gone. They were all extended through this year. So now he brought on some players, minus the Grandlin guy. Grandlin is, he's got term for two more years. Well, okay, I just want to interrupt here. Really quickly to kind of help your point. We got Benino for basically nothing. Because salary was retained. Kolakov, salary retained. One One year. So... It was basically just additions to addition. Yeah. The only major one was Grandland yeah. for a second round pick. No salary retained. Continue. Yes. Yeah. So he'll be on the team and he's his salary is like five mil, I, I believe. So I'm thinking hopefully either Ron Hexall or the new GM will get rid of Jeff Carter yeah. In the offseason. And then with all the money that they did save at the trade deadline and then that money that they'll save by getting rid of Jeff Carter or Jeff Carter's just smart and just says, I'm retiring one or the other. Well, that that's the best. That's that's the hope. Yeah. That's so the hope. if if all those things happen, we'll have more than enough money to pay uh, Jason Zucker what he wants, which hopefully it's not too much. And then be able to fill out a little bit more you know because obviously guys like drew o'connor and uh nylander and you know that that guy that they sporadically call up to be the fourth line center who was that guy what i forget the forget the guy's name connor no no drew o'connor is up now but they called up some guy the other the other day and he was going to play fourth line center, but he ended up not. The Poland guy? No. No. Hollander. No. 
I can't think of. His I don't name. know who you're talking about. I can't think of his name, but I'll find it and uh, I'll I'll get it for you. But uh, there's going to be guys like that that'll fill in the, you know, bottom four that you need to mm. fill in for for next year. So I think, you know, the Penguins that they just need they just need to resign Jason. That'll be the the big thing this offseason yeah. for for the team because tonight's a perfect example of it i mean well i think well can we do it before the season ends no right we can't do anything i mean you can resign anyone at any time honestly i know but like do we have the money as of right now to give him that offer will he take a home like home discount will he say hey you know i love being in pittsburgh i'll i'll make it work for you guys that would be awesome I don't. I don't know if we have the finances now. No, we don't. Because if I remember correctly, I think someone right. said that's what I thought. We, we didn't have any money to even bring on Benino, and then we found out that Benino was being sent to someone. So it's like Minnesota or something. Yeah, I don't know. We sent them a draft pick. So, but yeah. So all of that. I mean, yeah. It's going to have to be the off season. Now that I think about it, because you have but, to wait for all those. Uh, expiring contracts to leave like one of them being brian dumoulin he's an expiring contract which lord willing will not be returning That's next right. year uh so that comes off the books um depending on what we do with jari that money you know needs to be used so there's a lot of a lot of questions that need to be made and uh, i found that name it is uh, drake Cajulia. Oh, yeah, 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 that guy. For some reason, he just gets called up and sent down, called I up. They like him. I no guess idea they... who he is. Yeah. Yeah. We've seen him play a couple times, but, I mean, nothing where I'm like, we need to bring him up to Pittsburgh. <laughs> exactly. Uh, he wasn't like it. He's not like a Gensel. So, uh, I get, yeah, I get it. I, I mean, no, I mean, Jason Zucker needs to be on this team. He needs to be on this team. He is... I guess like the catalyst for Malkin. <laughs> so he needs he needs to be there. Um, yeah. I don't know. And I that, just, and, and he's like, out producing Malkin in, not Sid, but he's out producing Malkin, Gensel, Rust. He's our second guy behind Crosby right yeah. now. Yeah. And, and, that's, and that's what I was just going to say is that like he would solidify not only the top six – but he would solidify the wings on all on on the top three lines because then you would have Gensel and Raquel, Zucker and Rust, and then you have O'Connor and Grandlin. And I mean, that's just I mean, that's what we're hoping we were going to get out of Kapanen and McGinn. But we never got yeah. it. Never got it. So now. Oh, go ahead. Keep it going. No, I was just going to say now, like, we can look at the future with, uh, hopefully, Granlin and O'Connor being better than Kapanen and McGinn. And with Zucker being a top guy. And speaking exactly. of Zucker, speaking of Zucker, where I think he might take a home discount, this is his quote after today's game. Oh, Individual nice. success usually follows team success. For me, I'm just trying to be a good teammate, trying to be a good line mate for my guys. And it's fun playing with them. 
Every guy I've played with this year has been a world-class player, and it's just been a lot of fun. Absolutely. And I hope that so he good. actually means that, and he'll say, "I'll take, you know, I'll take a, I'll take a, I'll take a little. I think I'll take a little. Six, six and a half. I think is perfect. Hey, buddy, buddy, how much money do you need in this world? Okay." Do you want a cup? Save a little money. Hey, let Sid talk to him. Dude, I could ask for like $12 billion, but I don't. Okay? First of all, I'm superstitious. Second of all, I want to leave some money for the team to bring in some guys like yourself, I may add, to help us get a cup. Keep that in mind when the negotiations happen. I know you hate the guy you're talking to. I know you hate Hextall, but buddy... Just take some more money off and let him do some so yeah. Let him do some. Let think, him go. I think I think six. I think six would be perfect. Because it's less than Malkin. That's right. six point one. And it would match Gensel. Oh yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. And then that keeps them that so that doesn't hurt Malkin's ego. That Crosby doesn't give a crap because he's he's living life at 8.7. And then you have I, you know what? He actually deserves more than Malkin this year. But he does. Oh, yeah, are you kidding no, me? No, I no, I'm with you. But can't. He can't. <laughs> he can't. He can't. He can't, you know? He just can't. You can't be, and, and I think he knows that. He knows that. And the issue it. is, too, Gensel is going to be up for a contract in a couple years, too. So he's – you definitely pay him more than Malkin. So then you're looking at, you know, you don't want – you don't want uh, Zucker to be out-earning Gensel in the future. Eventually. Yeah. In the future. Yeah. In the future. So that's, that's right what I mean. Now, so you don't, don't want to do too much. He'll match him. Bingo. And then, hey, Gens, don't worry about it. You're, keep on playing the way you're playing. You're going to get more than six next time. So, all right. Sweet. No, I love it. Um, definitely need to re-sign Zucker for sure. But, Josh, this has been a wonderful episode. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. So much for listening. We appreciate it so much. Me and Josh just went through our accounts and we were going through um, our channels and we just saw some uh not reviews we didn't see people typing it out but we saw people rated us and we have a couple five stars on apple we got uh, a couple of five stars on uh, spotify we're now officially on amazon music uh and their podcast so guys we just appreciate you guys so much listening you have no idea how much it means to us. And um, Josh, where can these people who don't already listen, where can they find us? Yeah. So like Louie said, we're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We're now on um, Amazon Music. Uh, wherever you pretty much listen to your podcast, we will Anywhere. be there. You can Any- find us. Just search The Penguins Collective. We will be there. Just start playing. Also, uh, come engage with Louie. He is killing it on the Twitter Twitter game um, at, at Pens Collective. 
Um, uh, where? Oh, that's well, that's it. We don't have. What? Don't have Insta. Yeah, but Not we're yet. getting there. Not getting yet. There. Stay tuned. Sorry, for that. I was I was don't, peeking you guys yeah. into our uh, yeah. future conversations. That's right. That's right. So, sorry about kind that. Of opening the, the curtain here. <laughs> yeah. We got some things going on. We got some things cooking. Unlike Ron Hextall. We got some things that we plan to do in the offseason that actually will benefit this podcast. And uh, so we're, we're excited for those things. But, yeah, don't forget, if you guys have questions, we'd love to to answer your questions. Maybe if you guys want to talk about something, feel free to email us at thepenguinscollective at gmail.com. So thepenguinscollective at gmail.com. Send us your, your thoughts. Maybe a topic you want to talk about. We'll give you a shout out. So, yeah, definitely engage with us. We appreciate it. That'll pretty much do it for this episode. Josh, as always. Let's go, Pens.